0: Welcome. Welcome back. Hi, my name is Nicole. I am identify as a she. I am a Libra. I enjoy aerial aerobics and needlepoint. Um, Tell me about you. Actually, that's not true. Actually, all of that, well, lots of it is true. Two of it is true and two of it isn't. But anyway, I'm very glad to see you. It's been a very, very, very long time, it feels like. I feel like I have been through several time zones and, and really, really um, soaking in a lot of family time and a lot of new culture and not absorbing much of anything else other than um, sunlight in small doses because too much is bad, as we all know. Welcome back to episode fifty of the fucking Ridiculous Podcast. So this is kind of a big deal for me because it is basically about a year now since I started the podcast. And I would love to say that it is wildly successful. I have millions of followers and subscribers and viewers and people just stop me on the street and ask me to tell, me, to tell them a story about how ridiculous my life is. None of that is true. But I will say this. When you set a goal, and when you set that goal, meaning like you take a dream and you put it out into the universe, it can come true. And so when people say, you know, dreams can come true, they are not full of shit. They, they are right. So this was a dream of mine to have a podcast, and I have done it. I told myself I was going to do it for a year. I got to 50 episodes, so here I am. And right now I'm sitting here in my personal... Um, not quite midlife dash crisis. Figuring out what I'm gonna do. Am I gonna continue with this? Am I gonna do something more? Am I gonna do something different? Does anyone actually like me? Do people listen to me? You know, all of those questions that you ask yourself. You know, here there, whenever you're, you know, feeling in that in that mode. So, all of that being said, thank you so much for participating, for listening, for following, for humoring me, for laughing along with me, and for all of your shout-outs, whether they're good or bad. You know, the comments, lots of times they make me laugh, so either if they're good or bad. So anyway, thank you, thank you. Um, I do hope that at times you have realized that this life that we're leading is indeed pretty fucking ridiculous and have been able to take things with, you know, some grace, some humor, some, you know, less seriousness. If not, then keep trying if that's an aspiration for you. Um, If not, and you really are like, no, I'm a serious person and this shit is serious, then, you know, keep listening, but it may not entertain you as much as you would hope. Two of my girlfriends are about to turn 50. And they asked if this was the episode in honor of them. So yes, I will tell you, Daniel, dude, it's for you. This is 50. This is 50. This is not 50. This is not, this is nowhere near 50. This is episode 50. So I just returned from Hawaii. And yes, I am very, very lucky that we got to uh, travel to two of the Hawaiian islands. For those of you who may not know, Hawaii is made up of several islands, not just one. And we were able to go to Oahu, and we were able to go to Maui. So that was great. This was um, a gift from our late mother, our, meaning mine and my brother, um, who my mom passed away December of 21, very suddenly. And instead of taking money and having a funeral and doing a bunch of, like, other stuff, she said, please take yourselves and your children to Hawaii and spread some of my ashes there, which we did. And I know it's legal, but we did. I will say, as I went through security, I did take out the human remains and say, this is my mom. And then they were very grateful that I did that because apparently if you travel on an airplane with human remains, it will get flagged. And then there are just more questions and there's a lot of diagnostic testing that needs to happen to said human remains, which ashes, I think is just a little bit better. You know, it sounds better, it feels better. Human remains does not sound at all civilized. That was just a pro tip for you on traveling. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the traveling, but I'm going to talk a lot about some of the ridiculousness that happened while in Hawaii, but then some of the ridiculousness that happened while I was in Hawaii and the rest of the world was like living their lives. I, I kind of checked out a little bit, but there were a few things that I just couldn't check out. of. It is the end of June. It is almost... It, we're coming up on July 4th weekend, so I venture to say everyone will be like backlogging their episodes and re-listening as they're hitting the road to get to the beach. Gas prices are going to be less, so that's great. I'm going to tell you right now, you definitely don't want to be flying. You don't want to be flying. I... It is, it's a jungle out there. It really is. And I do believe, uh, as I was scrolling through the Insta, I saw a comedian say, you know, I think it would be really helpful if, like, TSA were able to separate people, not just from, like, you know, who has clear, who has TSA pre-check, and who has the reg, to, like, who's a noob? Who's not been in an airport before? Who's never been through security before? I really think that could streamline things a lot. Further, maybe we could separate like who is a kind person who will show these workers respect and listen to instructions without um, hemming and hawing or like (sighs) rolling their eyes and bitching about it. And then the rest of them, they get to be with like the, the breed that's like, I take no shit from anyone. And you know what? I'll pat you down and I'll pat you down again for that attitude. That's what I think would help a lot in the security portion of things. I did not have many problems at all. So, and I'm super grateful that they're like letting me through. So, that being said, I got through with human remains, and one of my boys did not get through with this much water left over in a collapsible water bottle. And my genius um, boy, who will be going to college soon, got his tube of toothpaste that was this large uh, confiscated. And he was like, I mean, I thought that was a travel size. So... You know, we still have some work to do here on traveling, but we're getting there. You know, every trip is a new, new lesson, a new adventure. You know, my kids basically want to smear my face into the ground right now because of all the times I'm like, "Now, what would you do? Well, which gate are we? How do we get to that terminal? They're like, shut the fuck up, mom. You are annoying. I know. I know. Also, fun fact, I registered the domain name Nicole knows nothing and mom knows nothing. Just in case. Just in case, you know, I need to have a website where people need to go to that to to feel better about the fact that mom's know nothing and people that like with children named Nicole know nothing as well. In the news. In the news, we have had a lot of ridiculousness and I, I mean, it's Some of it's funny, some of it is pathetic, and some of it is sad and tragic, but also still ridiculous. Um, so I know what you're thinking. The first one I'm leading with is that horrible, horrible submarine mini-sub that went down to see the Titanic. That story, I was like like glued to it because I'm like they've got to find it they've got to find it they've got to find it the idea of being like out in the water as much as I love the water and like not knowing what's around me and like and like my air supply could just cut out no thank you no thank you so the fact that they willingly went down to see the Titanic Okay, I mean, I get you're uh, an explorer, but I read an article, and if this is true, it just breaks my heart that this 19 year old boy did not want to go, but it was Father's Day, so he was like throwing his dad a bone, and now they're all bones. If if that, so it's just so sad, and the fact that apparently uh, an Xbox controller was. Basically, the, the mode of operation for that thing is just even scarier, so I don't know what to say about it. I know there are a lot of funny memes and stuff, but that, frankly, is tragic and fucking ridiculous. Let's just leave the Titanic alone. Oh, but the best part I loved about that whole story was that they were like, and now for commentary, here's director James Cameron from Titanic. I'm like, he wasn't on the Titanic. He's not a sailor. He wasn't in the Navy that I know of. Like... He's not an oceanographer. What the fuck is he going to weigh in on for that, that's going to have any, anything to, to say about this other than it's sad? Stupid. Speaking of stupid, we've got our tech bros. We've got our Zuck and we've got our Twat. And now both of them have agreed that it's not enough to be like a super rich tech bro and it's not enough to be super famous and it's not enough to have your own big ass companies that are allegedly taking over. Now they actually want to flex, like super flex their muscles in a cage match. I have never heard of anything so pathetic in my life. Like, I, that's like, that's like a dog challenging a cat to a cage match. That's like, I mean, Twat is like 55. He's not, he's like 52 or something. And all he's good at, exercise-wise, I believe is in littering spawn because he's real good at that. Um, Zuck is like 38, 39. He's in good shape. So I'm pretty sure that He's going to take them. But regardless, I mean, if this is what they're reduced to to keep their names in the press, then you know what? We have reached a new low. But I do expect now that we should be seeing some politicians um, challenging others to like, you know, cage match or barbed wire match, or, you know, maybe they'll like sword fight or something. I I think we definitely need to capitalize on this and like take it to a new level as far as like, if the tech bros are getting into it, I think these dumb, dumb politicians need to too. And Charles Barkley would not stand for getting his ass kicked and no one would go up against him. Just again, putting my plug in, Charles Barkley for president 2024. So that was basically, those, those two stories had me riveted for uh, uh, ridiculous reasons. I have never been on a dating app. That being said, um, I'm fascinated by them. But now I have read that there are three dating apps that have been created and they're all AI based. So instead of actually trying to connect with a human, there's like a, bot, an AI bot that's going to simulate the type of human that you would match with so that you can kind of like practice on them and really see if it's going to go anywhere and have legs. This again falls in the pathetic and very ridiculous category. And if that's how it's going, like we're in a lot, a lot of trouble. We're in a, I mean, for you people that are out there looking for love or a mate, like what the fuck are you gonna do? How do you know now? It's it, set catfishing aside. How do you know you're not getting like duped by a bot? You're dating a bot, and not like a fembot, like a cool fembot, like in Austin Powers. It's like just a, an algorithm. It's so fucked up. I, I no thank you, no thank you. If you're, if you have more on that, let me know. But I'm gonna say for now, just stay with the legit dating apps that 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 you are supposed to just swipe or or tilt or or you know push a button, something like that. Don't don't date a bot. It's a new low. It's a new low for all of us, okay? I love quizzes. I love quizzes. Any kind of a quiz like, you know, what's the personality type or what what the shape of your ear means or, you know, like, is your toe this size or that size? And what that says about you. Like I love for some reason, answering all those. And I did, even when I was younger, like all the little girl magazines, the Tiger Beat and the 17 and stuff, I'd be like, oh, I want to find out my, my soulmate. I love a good quiz. So now that I got back from Hawaii, I'm catching up on the news. And lo and behold, there are two quizzes just waiting for me to take. I'm sorry, three. The news quiz was one of them, but I did not score very well because I wasn't paying much attention. But the two other ones were so funny and fascinating to me. The first one was what your dialect says about you, like, and where it will tell you that you're from in the United States. So there were like 25 questions and they would say, how do you say this? Or what's the word you use to describe this? And then they'd have like, I don't know, seven answers. And then there'd always be an other option. But it would be like, how do you pronounce the word A-U-N-T? And then it would say, it's rhymes with this, or it rhymes with that, or, or I use this when I say it this way, and I use that when I say that. Anyway, you get the picture. So I went through and I answered all of the questions. And guess where I talk like I'm from? Alabama. I am not from Alabama. I am from Virginia. I was not born in Richmond, but I am from Virginia. I did live in Texas for a little bit, but the fact that it identified three different places in Alabama as, as how my, what my dialect says, it's, just, it was fascinating to me. It was a fun little thing to do. And I was learning words I'd never, ever heard up. But the funniest question was, what do you call the night before Halloween? And I was like, I don't call it anything. Like, the night before Halloween. I don't have a name for it. Apparently there is a name for it. I don't know what it is though because I answered the question saying I don't know what it is. But anyway, the second quiz that I took, this had to do with what is sexy or it's more like a survey actually. So it wasn't a quiz, but it was, it felt like a quiz because I was getting results about questions. But it was a survey about male sexiness. And Based on the, you know, appearance. So, totally superficial, I acknowledge. But none of these answers were surprising. None of them. The biggest ones that I thought were a good takeaway, and I'm going to lead with the, I told you so. I mean, not to sound like Pee Wee Herman, but like, I told you so. Mustaches are not liked by everyone. In fact... Mustaches aren't liked by many. 44% of the people were like, no, we like a clean shaven, completely person. 8%, 8% were in it for the stashes. So I'm gonna say right now stash the stash. Unless you are trying not to get laid, then keep it, because that's, that's, that you're doing the right thing right there, okay? Follow up trying not to get laid. With your stash and your Birkenstocks, and you have a solid, you're you're not ever getting laid, like never. You know the inseam now; it's actually mid. It's not the shorty shorts like a lot of people think. It's not. It's mid. It's mid. It's above the knee for sure, but not like Daisy Dukes. Okay. Also, jewelry. Okay. Mixed reviews on this. Now the majority say, Mm-mm. keep your jewelry out of sight. I agree. Some can be worn tastefully. I'm not going to say anything about that. I'm not going to, but I mean, you don't want to look like Mr. T. If you don't know who Mr. T is, you got to Google that because he's a character. Um, you don't want to look like Fave of Flav, but if you have something, you want to keep it classy, okay? But I think less is more. Less is more, okay? Less facial hair, less coverage of the legs. This is a big one. Contrary to what many of you men might think, there are very few body parts that girls want to see out in the open, like as you're just walking down the street. So like a basic t-shirt where you can see some bicep muscle. If you add in a cool, like black pair of jeans, definitely crushing it. If you are wearing your gym wear, you are not crushing it. And then if you put that with the Birkenstock and you put that with the stash, and 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 some jewelry and then if you really take it to a new level and have you know the 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 tank top cut out never getting laid, ever i mean maybe by an animal just just to recap limited jewelry no burks no burks athleisure wear is okay but your gym clothes absolutely not absolutely not show your biceps we don't want to see anything else we really don't keep your face somewhat clean if you have a little stubble maybe that gives you an edge you know that's fine, and then if you're gonna wear a bathing suit or some shorts, like eh, keep it up a little bit. You know that whole like trend where everyone was like riding, riding low and like the belt around basically their thighs to keep their pants up. That that's not a thing anymore, apparently. So, again, this is just for the sake of getting laid or attracting the opposite sex. If you're not interested, then move on, move on. But it was an excellent survey, and I am Pee Wee Herman by saying, "I told you so," "I told you so," and "I told you so." Stashes suck. I truly must have, like, I'm a sucker. And I don't mean that in, like, a sexual way. I mean that in, like, a, hey, ask me to buy something or bully me into buying something. And I will because I do not want to say no to someone because I'm afraid of hurting their feelings, which is fucking ridiculous. And it started at a young age, you know. People would come, they'd be like doing Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts, and they'd be like, hey, we've got the candy bar, you know, thing where you're buying like a, one candy bar. It's like four squares of chocolate for like $4. And you're like, you know, basically mortgaging your piggy bank to your brother to to be like, you know, I got to get the candy, um, you know, to the wrapping paper racket that people would be like, oh, we've got to sell this to get boosters for chorus or something and you'd have to go and pedal around and then you're asking your parents and they wind up buying like 17 rolls of wrapping paper and you know that just sits there it doesn't come until after Christmas it's a total racket then you've got the magazine thing where people will show up at your door and they're like I come from humble beginnings and this is my first job and we have to go to 500 houses and we have to talk to these to everyone and 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 try and explain to them the merits of like doing a good job as a salesperson you're going to rate me as long as you're rating this and then you have to buy magazines and basically like $200 later you're getting a bunch of fucking magazines that you don't want and you can't ever like cancel them because they're coming for like years Um, And they're there for like 45 minutes. I've had vacuum people come in, literally vacuum three rooms in my house. And I'd be like, I can't do it. And they'll be like, let me sweeten the deal. Let me lower the price a little bit more. I'm like, I can't spend $2,500 on a vacuum. I have three babies. They're relentless, you know? I mean, it's bad. So. As I've gotten older, I've really tried to be better about, like, no, thank you. No, I'm good. I'm good. But, you know, sometimes if you make eye contact or if they catch you off guard, you're you're fucked, at least for me. And my older son has now witnessed this a couple of times where I'm walking and down. We're walking together somewhere, and all of a sudden this, like, segue breezes by, and it's got this... Um, person who is dressed like the Statue of Liberty, you know, with all the metallic paint and everything. And so, you know, they're not supposed to move and they move really slowly, that kind of a person, but they're on a Segway and they're like whizzing by and they like cut me off and they're like, hey, do you like this? And I was like, yeah. He's like, what's your favorite color? And I'm like, uh, I had purple. And he goes, oh, what about this one? What about this one? And he literally wouldn't let us go until I bought a $25 print that this person had made question mark, I don't know, but like wouldn't let me cross the street. And I didn't want to be an asshole to him in front of my kid. And then as we walk away, my son's like, oh my God, mom, you totally just got suckered. Like, what's your problem? Why don't you just walk away? And I was like, oh my God, I was trying to, fuck. So anyway, it happens more than I like. And it recently just happened again. And it was truly probably the worst experience on a lot of levels because I am right now a fragile soul in that I do have a birthday coming up that I am ex- extremely upset about. I am going to be honest in saying I am still nowhere near it, but it, it is looming over me like the grim reaper. And and it is upsetting me to no end. Every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, I don't even understand how the Wicked Witch of the West is now taking over my face. It's disgusting. I can't take it. Whatever. So I'm our last night in Hawaii, and I'm walking down the street with my sister-in-law. Now, my sister-in-law is younger than me, but, like, by three years. It's not a lot. It's not like she's 20 years younger than me. It's, it's not that at all. So keep that in mind. Also, I have sunglasses on, okay? Big sunglasses. So you cannot see my eyes, right? So we're walking down the street, and all of a sudden, this man, who is standing, like, in the doorway of his storefront, And he, to me, looks very Euro, very Italian, Greek, um, dark hair, definitely, you know, mustache long with the beard, facial hair, does have jewelry. So he says to me, oh my gosh, you are so beautiful. Come in here and I want to show you something that will make you 10 times more beautiful. And I'm like, so all of this is happening and I'm feeling a little awkward word. And then my sister-in-law's with me and my daughter's with me. And we were like trying to go get her like ice cream or something, which we all know that she doesn't want ice cream. She wants to try and steal a Coke, which we've been on high alert the whole fucking trip because every moment of every day that she's awake, we're like, where'd she go? Because we know she's stealing and that would eventually lead to an arrest. But I digress. So now I'm in the store and he passes me over to this like really, really beautiful looking, she looks like she could be from Argentina. She later tells me she's from Morocco. She's gorgeous. She has not a stitch of makeup on and she's got like perky boobs and a great ass. And you know, she's just, uh, skin's flawless. Everything's great. La la la. And meanwhile, now she's patting this stuff under my eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I didn't even. And so then she starts taking pictures of me with the iPad and she's like, now look, look, oh my gosh, more time, more time. So then the rest of my family starts trickling in. And every one of my nephews and my sons, they're like, she goes, which side looks better? Which side looks better? And they would have to point. And they were like, oh my God, that looks way better. And then my husband comes in and he goes, oh my God, that looks way better. And now I'm like, wait a minute, let me see. So I look now she has put cream under my eyes that is supposed to, it's like made of stem cells and it's supposed to act like Botox, but like not be an injection. Well, I don't have Botox as we all can see by the crinkles in my forehead and apparently the crinkles around my eyes. So this person is trying to help me be less crinkly and hag-like. So this is doing wonders for my self-esteem. After I've just spent 12 days in Hawaii with the tightest asses all in thong bikinis that I've ever seen in my life, feeling like a beached whale. But you know what? I got over it, because guess what? It doesn't matter what everyone thinks. But now when they're like throwing it in my face, like, oh, look how much different it you look. Oh my God. You look 10 years younger. You look da, 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 And then of course they won't tell me how much it is. And they won't even my ass out. Not my ass, but my eyes out. You know, so I've got one done and then the other one's just sitting there. Well, now it's just a waste of time because I'm like, okay, I want to leave. I don't want to be here. I don't, you know, but they're not going to let you go. They're not going to let you go. So finally I'm like, all right, shit, I'm going to, I'm going to get suckered into buying this stuff, which I did. But then it gets worse. Because she's like, you know what? We actually have time. You can meet with such and such and such as that's world-renowned skin consultant. And you can ask her any questions that you want. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, well, I just, and she's like, it'll, it'll take 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And, you know, no one wants to say no to me in my family. They're like, sure, mom, go ahead, go ahead. I was like, oh, okay. They lead me back to this room. Okay, so now I'm in a store in the back room sitting in like what looks like, feels like a dental dentist's office chair. And she's taking off all of my makeup that I didn't have on. And she's like, now you can ask her any question about your face. Like, don't be embarrassed. Like, any of your concerns. Which, read between the lines, she's insinuating, there are a lot of concerns that I have about this face of mine and my neck or chest or whatever the hell else I'm supposed to, am I supposed to disrobe? I don't know. But at that point now, I'm just sitting there waiting, and I'm looking around like, what the fuck am I doing? I am in a storefront. I just got suckered into buying some cream. I'm waiting for some rando to come out and tell me all the things wrong with my face on the last night of my vacation. And I know that's just going to end up costing me more time and more money, and I'm going to probably walk out of here in tears. I was like, what if, though, I'm wrong And this is all a storefront for trafficking, trafficking almost middle-aged people from the United States with a lot of children that they need someone else to come in and like take care of their kids or something. Like it's a trafficking ring for that kind of a person. Now I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to, it's going to be like taken, you know, with, 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 um, Liam Neeson. Not, not really because there were some differences between me and his daughter, but not many. I mean, you know, other than I've had kids, but whatever. Um, you get the picture. So the whole thing was ridiculous. So finally my husband calls me and he's like, where are you? And I was like, I don't know. I'm sitting in this chair. I think I need backup. Will you come back and get me? And he goes, oh my God, be a fucking grown up and walk out. And I was like, okay. So I don't, I'm not wearing underwear at that point. No, I mean, I was dressed, but I didn't have underwear on to pull up. But anyway, I just decided, okay, I'm gonna leave. So I'm walking out, and the girl comes walking up to me, really, and she's the beautiful girl. And I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. I'm sorry, my kids, everything's bad, I gotta go. And she gives me a hug, and she's like, You are a good soul. And I am like, Uh huh, uh huh, and I'm leaving. So of course, she leaves me now feeling, or I leave her feeling guilty, like, Oh my God, I, you know, but anyway, then I start to walk, and I'm like, I'm the biggest fucking sucker in the entire world, and I have just showed every single person in my immediate family what a sucker I am and exactly what not to do when you are walking down a street. What a dumbass. And I also missed dessert because of it, which is probably in hindsight a good idea, but I was really, really excited for the shaved ice. Anyway, the moral of the story is if you don't want to do something, don't fucking do it. Now, if it's actually something that's going to be helpful to other people, do it, okay? Do it. Just fucking do it. But if it's a situation like that where you don't want to buy something, don't fucking buy it. Don't buy it. And do as I say, not as I do, because I will continue, I'm sure, to be the sucker that will wind up buying shit that I don't want to buy just for fear of, like, getting yelled at or someone thinking that I have hurt their feelings and I don't want to have that feeling because it doesn't feel good to my heart. The name of this stuff is Stembox box or a box or a box. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. But I can't, I can't even bring myself to tell you how much it was. And when I opened it, it is not even the size of this knife. Like, like that, like, like it's, it's, I'm trying to even think, it's like a, a large pen. It's a pen. And supposedly that's going to last me like six months. I was like, oh my God, this is the biggest racket of rackets. Now, I know there are bigger rackets out there, but and they're waiting for me, but I am on to, I'm, I'm very on to things now, and that's not going to happen again. Because that was not my favorite way to leave my vacation. Because if I was going to buy anything, I really just wanted to buy like a cute floral dress or something, and I wound up getting like a visor and some A-Box cream to take away the wrinkles and the saggy skin that I have because I'm disgusting. So deep thought number one, there are no snakes in Hawaii. Deep thought number two, um, I have discussed the fact that I am claustrophobic. I am very afraid of heights and, 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 and see, you know, deep depths. Um, I am also not a cruise person. I am a boat person. I love to be on a boat. I would love to drive a boat. I'd love to have my captain's license. Um, But I am not a cruise boat person at all. And so if you were going to invite me on a cruise with you, you can ask someone else because I'm going to respectfully decline because that is not my bag. And every time I hear about a cruise ship, like some kind of a weirdo, attack or uh, sickness or like epidemic or something. It's so disgusting to me that it just solidifies nope, nope, no cruising for Nicole. None. And finally, deep thought number three. Naps are extremely underrated. Extremely underrated. And take this from a person who is very, very fortunate. I can sleep anywhere. Like, anywhere. And I do believe that a nap, a 22 minute, if you set the alarm on your phone or Alexa or whatever, and say, Alexa, oh, don't, because now she's going to say it, but set alarm for 22 minutes, allow yourself two minutes to fall to sleep. And then you get a solid 20 minutes. That's the sweet spot for a power nap. And then you're back in the game. I will leave you now. This was episode 50 and for the next however many episodes, we are going to be mixing up the format. I'm going to have some new things. I'm going to get rid of some things. I'm probably going to have a new background. It's been um it's been suggested that I switch out the way I record. So maybe add some more sounds, maybe have some more guests. If you have not yet subscribed or followed Or if you have just made a lot of new friends at the pool or at your summer job, please, please share the FR Pod with them. Ask them to listen, rate, review, comment, follow, subscribe. All of those things are helpful to me in my quest to make this feel more like a success and not just a dream that I did achieve, but like a dream that like exploded with with awesomeness. So... Thank you guys so much for listening, and remember, as you go into the holiday weekend, you might be around friends and family or neighbors or whatever that may annoy the shit out of you. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine, and if it's not fine that day, it's going to be fine the next day. I I promise, because you will always have a way out. You will always have a way out, unless you're in that submarine, and then there's no way out. There's absolutely no way out, and that is unfortunate. Anyway, take good care. Happy 4th.